Welcome to the BA Podcast, where we give you no-nonsense arguments mixed with a trove of nonsense from my brother over here. That's like a treasure trove. This is where we talk, discuss, debate, argue all topics in life and show you how Christ is the center of all. Yeah, whether you like it or not. I'm your host, Jordan, and this celeb over here is Zach. Celeb. (laughs) And Garrett's back. Boom! He's here. (laughs) Yeah. So, in the same seat he was last year. Right. It's uh, G, the little bro with no hoe. Ginormous <laughs> unit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, let me introduce Garrett again, because he's our co-host for the day. Um, he is as close as you can get to professional posterior sculptor. What? He is our expert <laughs> in all things ball-related <laughs> and sports. So, G, how are you? I'm great. Yeah? Wait, I was going to ask something, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you be the co-host? I am the equal host you are the assistant to the co-host oh it's a real it's a real position nice you get your own office let's go (laughs) okay so today's show we want to talk about natural ability versus hard work we're going to talk a little bit about you know natural all natural um we're gonna talk about you know you know where's the line between you know Everything's a gift from God, but natural God-given gifts and where hard work comes into it and how people use that as an excuse to not work mm. um, and what God has to say about that mm. and whether Garrett's worked at all in his life. Nope. <laughs> so it's called I just have to mommies. say I like gifts. So Do you? That's what I'm here for. Because you're a taker? Yep. I'm a giver. All right. So, so I guess what's kind of spurring some of this is... Um, I <laughs> Is uh, did you say sperm? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I heard. That's Wait, also a natural I thought thing. This was a family show. That's how you get families, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the coffee file a police report? The coffee? It got mugged. <laughs> <laughs> <Gay>. <laughs> uh, which means happy. It does. Anyways, so the mug have free will though. It is a immovable object. Yeah. You mean yeah. until you pick Doesn't it up. Have a soul. Inanimate. Yeah. That's a big word. It's not an animal. No. What's blue and not very heavy? These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than my joke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you get it. Oh, that's good. Okay, let's continue. Sorry. What was your punchline? What was the joke? I said, what's blue and not very heavy? I don't know. Light blue. <laughs> see what I have to deal with, Gary? Did you see this? pretty bad. Yeah. It is cute how much Jordan likes them. The old jiggly bear. They're good for a laugh. Like the JB. One. Just one, though. Yeah. So, anyways, today's show, the meat of the show, is kind of a little backstory here. I helped coach Garrett a little bit in high school. I was like, I was like his position now. I was the assistant to the assistant to the assistant coach. You were a coach? Yeah. That's pretty much sums it up. I thought you were like the team manager. I was. You know uh, how they have like kind of mentally handicapped people come in <laughs> and like hand out water. <laughs> the signature. Yeah. That I was, was like that. The signature I was, I was special person. That. <laughs> <laughs> I was the assistant to that. <laughs> uh, you weren't even allowed to, to give them water. Like you were the yeah. towel boy. <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's all they wore in the locker room. <laughs> Anyways. That's why you were there. Yep. Nope. Anyway, so uh uh 
D- during that time, Garrett was crushing it in the high school league that we were in. He was the best player in the league. Um, mm. Oh, and- yeah. Well, and before you get into that, if people didn't listen to our last show, Garrett plays basketball. Oh, yeah. Yes. Vanguard yeah, that's University. That's why he's the expert of College, yeah. California. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's basically what we could have been if we had done what we're going to talk about in this episode. Tried. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotten up. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, yeah. I am. And so, <laughs> uh, one of the things that I noticed is that a lot of the kids I talked to that were on the team made some comments that they could never be as good as Garrett because Garrett was just naturally gifted. It was mm. just God gave him all these natural gifts. And I always was kind of caught off guard by that because I knew Garrett as a little chubby kid. Yep. Super fat. Yeah. Who put in a ton of work to be good at basketball and to lose the weight, to become a, you know, athletic um to move a little faster than three miles an hour and so it it just caught me off guard that their concept of somebody because uh was that they could never be that good because it was just it was just natural now i do think everything's a gift from god um and that there is natural ability given by god and that even work is a gift from god which we can get into that some more but garrett i just wanted to ask you about this What, what would you say have you experienced that at all has anyone I know as you've moved up in the levels, it's changed whether you're the best or not. But yeah. but have you experienced that with other people that you've talked to or kids? Like they said they... Yeah, either they've said that or you've... you've I don't know. Like were there any kids on the team that said that to you or... Honestly, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Most of the... get Like when people ask me like, oh, what do I got to do to like get better? Right. I'm like, well, the biggest thing is you just got to work. Steroids. Like, that too. But <laughs> Viagra. Uh, <laughs> Jordan's your supplier. Yeah. No, like the biggest thing I tell them is like, you just got to put in the work. Because like. So so you wouldn't agree that it's just God just blessed you with. I'm not saying you wouldn't say God didn't bless you. I'm just saying it wasn't that you were just born a, a natural, awesome yeah. basketball player. I I think there's like a, it's like a both and thing where. It's, I agree. Eh, kind of both and, but. I think some of it plays into, like I was, like we were talking about earlier, like genes. Like I think your genes can help you out a lot. Why do you wear gym shorts then? (laughs) It's jorts. Oh, that's the best of both worlds. Is there any chafing? I used to chafe a lot. (laughs) It's bad. (laughs) Um, No, but like, uh, obviously, if you have really good genes and you don't work at all, it doesn't matter. Okay, because like if you have good genes, don't put any work in. Yeah, you may be kind of gifted. Like, right. I don't know if it's racist or not, but like, like black, black people, like they're usually way more athletic people, than people. people but, of the, color. but the reason is yes. the reason is because is usually they have more um, fast twitch fibers. Because which is which is biological fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually they it's, have more. That's not of that, and so generally they can do stuff better than we can more athletically anyways. Right. Um, but if that person who has more fast switch fibers just sits on a couch and eats pizza all day, like they're going to get fat. They're going to get out of shape. They're going to not be able to right. use those gifts you're, that God is. You're getting them. into the realm of like uh, guys like Jamarcus Russell here, or Eddie Lacy, right? Where they just have all this natural gifted talent, but they're lazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it well, kind of what I was saying was it's about or they like you. You can be gifted like naturally with good genes, but if you're not putting in any work, you're not going to be able to do anything with those genes, and you're going to get even worse. So it's like, it's like yeah. And and would the opposite of that be true too? Like, say you're you know four foot seven, and you want to play in the NBA, you're probably never playing in the NBA, right? 
uh, no matter how it, much work you put in. It depends. I mean, I think there is a, some some sort of truth to that. Right. Where it's like midgets aren't going to go play in the NBA. They're yeah. Not, like that's totally impossible. You just make them bounce on no, the trampoline. You can't say that. midgets. They're that's they're, offensive. They're little people. People make nuggets. No, they uh, don't. They like to be called little people. <laughs> people make nuggets. <laughs> I yeah, whatever. It's less offensive. You're gonna get canceled. <laughs> Um, no, but like, there's some truth to where it's like, there are limits to what you can do. And that's just like being smart. Right. But then there's also like people doing what is considered the impossible. Like you look at some players, like we were saying earlier, Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues, right? He was like five foot nothing and he could dunk and was in the NBA and everything. Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson was a beast. Nate Robinson was tall compared to Muggsy Isaiah Thomas was short. Like just because like. Yeah, not that's true. Naturally gifted doesn't mean you can't go. Places. You would almost have to argue too that they they almost have to work even harder. Exactly. So yeah. it's like a combination of because I I would say like you do need to be in tune like you're talking about genes like with how God made you because mm-hmm. He doesn't make everybody exactly the yes. same. Um, but I think one of the underlying factors is especially so we're talking about the highest level NBA too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean back to the story of just the kids at oh, the yeah. high school level, right? I think. <laughs> At a high school level, there's almost, you know, height isn't as important then because not everyone's grown all the way. It still plays a role. It depends upon the level of high school you're playing. But yeah. but there's like a certain mentality that if you work hard enough, no matter that to a certain degree, obviously there's exceptions, you could be good mm-hmm. at that level. And so what it comes down to is is a lot of hard work, basically. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Cause, and, and you got to be – it's not just – you work hard and then you're automatically like better. It's it's also got to be like you got to be smart about it because right. if you want to be a really good basketball player and you're out kicking a soccer ball around, that's not necessary. Yeah. Well, it it can you're, translate. You're just but gay. if you're not <laughs> if you're not training smart and you're working hard, sure. you're not necessarily going to get better sure. at what you it's want the, to be doing. It's the right kind of yeah hard work so it's gotta be there's gotta be like a balance like yes you have to work hard and obviously that's gonna get you places but if you're not training smart you're not necessarily gonna be where you want to be true if that makes sense yeah no that does make sense um and you can tie it sport related but you can also tie that outside of sports yeah you know um and i think the same principle applies with the hard work thing well go ahead before you jump into that i was gonna say that that there are people who give it their all work hard smart everything but they're still not good at a sport right but if they have that mentality and that drive and focus that's where you can relate it to real life because right. if they have that mm-hmm. mentality with other things they Agreed. are going to be successful well, I, in something I, it yep. might not be sports right. yep and i think that's one of the good things about sports is you can teach that in sports that applies to life because because statistically you know, you go from high school to college to the next level, you, statistically, it's very unlikely that you're going to make it. Now, that that shouldn't be a yeah. deterrent. You, you know what I mean? You can also yeah. use that as an excuse not to work hard. But I'm, I'm just saying that that doesn't mean don't work hard. It just means that, that, that what you're learning here isn't just about the sport. It's what you can apply to other areas of your life. So if you've learned in basketball that if I work hard, I can be as successful as I possibly can be, mm-hmm. you can translate that into any other area of life. Yes. I, I mean, we also need to remember here that 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 God is sovereign. And so you could 
do all the right things and it still not work out. There are you could exceptions. you could have that in, injury. Yes. I mean God is you still trust God with the results. Mm-hmm. You still need to do that. So I'm not saying that um if you do everything right, it will work out. Yes. But if you don't do anything, it's not gonna work out at all. Exactly. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> isn't that the exception doesn't um prove the rule? Yeah, isn't that another Yes, that is, because a lot of people try to to try to prove something true yeah. by using an exception. And that's the whole point of an exception. That yeah. What's normal is what normally happens, and you don't use the exception to prove it. The, exactly. the rule is what's normal. Hmm. What, what's the most depressing thing about tennis? It's boring. <laughs> that no matter how good you get, you'll never be as good as a wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so another thing to keep in mind here uh, before we – shift too much to maybe outside of sports is, as I, I said this before, I, I do think it's important to remember that everything's a gift from God. Because so, Some yes. people think that just the things you have no control over, like um, how tall you're going to be, you know, your fast twitch muscles, stuff like that, you know, that is a gift of God. Obviously, you have no control over that, who you're born to, that type of a thing. But those, even... And those things yeah. just help you. Right. Like, they don't, they don't like, it's not like the... It's not the thing that like makes you good. Right. It just helps you be better. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. And if you if you apply the discipline, you can be better than someone yeah. who does the same amount of discipline but without those those gifts. Yeah. But I think it's also important that all gifts are from God. And so even the the work is a gift from God too. The desire to work, the self-discipline, the ability to work. Um, mm. Paul says that that he worked harder than any of them. Yet it was not I, but Christ in me who was working. Mm. And so I think it's important to think that that not just look at it in terms of the the physical abilities as being a gift from God, but also the ability to work. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, but the Bible talks a lot about, well, it equates sports to like the Christian life, right? Right. And, and getting back to discipline, uh, we, we have a higher calling than the way that we approach things and the way that we handle things. And and I like those equivalences in the Bible um, of sports and life because it because um, if we apply the same principles, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily natural ability, but how you approach it, your drive, um, your your discipline, right? Um, how hard you work for it, um, being smart about it, right? Uh, if we apply those same things from sports into life, that's where you'll find success. Or, I mean, not, obviously, not everything's successful, but if you I keep think it depends trying, on how you keep define taking, success too. Right, but but if you but it, I guess what I'm saying is if you um, if you take that approach to everything you do, right? Um, consciously, you know you've done it right. right. So if you take pride in how you how mm-hmm. you're working, you know maybe yeah. it's at a job, and maybe you're not maybe ultimately you're not successful at that job. At least you gave it everything you had. You did it right. Um, you were smart about it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think part of that is uh, to avoid being prideful in yourself too because you did it right you need to you need to be doing all that for god in the sense not not as if god needs something but you're doing it because because you're representing god and god's the one that has your ultimate fulfillment so you can do your best and it's for god not for men watching and and stuff right i'm just trying to say that i think that you should do everything to your best ability um no matter what Mm -hmm. right and i i think doing that makes it so you live without regrets because a lot of people live with regrets and usually regrets come from not doing stuff to the fullest right 
part of living without regrets is what you're saying, I think. Yeah, for sure. Ragrets. Ragrets. <laughs> what do you uh what do you call a piece of cheese that likes to shoot hoops? Swish. I do like swish. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so good at shooting. I don't think that's why. I'm pretty sure it is. The moral of the story is just eat swish yeah, cheese. You're good. You'll be good. <laughs> swish cheese is gross. That's well, not. It's I used to amazing. hate swish the cheese. The only thing now it's, it's good kind of on in the middle. is like Reuben sandwiches. You can put it on anything and it'll be good. No. What if you put it on more Swiss? No. Swiss on Swiss. Nope. Swisses. What about an army knife? I hate Swiss army knives. No, we're talking about cheese, idiot. So, how do you think that this applies to? Have you seen either of you seen examples of this? Not in sports where they say someone was just God given, but but just in life where people are either talking about. Uh, careers or college or jobs have Mm -hmm. you guys seen this same thing kind of showing up in that area i think i think there's a big uh, misconception of rich people i think a lot of people think rich people are just like inherited it or they didn't have to work for it and so or they're not good at anything yeah yeah Yeah. i think there's a big misconception there i think i think there are people like that but that's the exception i think most people work hard for the riches so you're saying that in this analogy if you will the rich people are the people good at a sport and so people think that they just were given it by god or somebody else so that they didn't have to work for it yeah 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 i I would say so yeah I, i could see that i also think there's a lot of people that think that they're either owed the same things that rich mm-hmm. people have or don't want to put in the work to get there because you're right they're they're saying that i wasn't given this yeah. start i wasn't given this opportunity that they were and so i can't and there's no room in there for well go do mm-hmm. go try work well, hard yourself i could be wrong but but also that's aren't, probably true <laughs> aren't the <laughs> aren't the majority of of millionaires like especially in america aren't the majority of them self-made millionaires i don't think people realize that a yeah. lot of people just assume that they got their money from you know their dad or whatever but i, I yep. think the majority of them are self-made so that should give us like a drive and a motivation and i'm not saying that that our whole focus should be money i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying that a lot of people what? measure success by by their wealth and which sure. Which sometimes that is a sign of of, of successful career or whatever, but but right. um, I guess what I'm getting at is that like you were saying, it's a misconception that that a lot of people who have a lot of wealth uh, just got it from somewhere and right. they didn't work for it. When in fact, most of the people that are wealthy did work for it, yep. right? They they built themselves up to that point. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot there too because usually they've also because because on, on the side where we're we're greedy and envious of what they have and want it there's there's a side that that they've also helped provide usually stuff for other people too mm-hmm. and so it's not just about them usually usually when you say self-made it's not like they made it and it was just themselves that made money off of it too usually they employed other people or gave other people opportunities as well and provided some service because you don't unless it's through fraudulent ways you don't you don't become successful unless someone wants your service mm-hmm. or good or whatever it is too which they're, are helping them out yeah. as well they're also being good stewards of what god's given them so they're taking their wealth that god's given right. them and making more people like wealthy. the like the parable of the talents yeah he gave five talents and mm-hmm. three talents and a whole lot of one talent i also think we should get into like the real reason why people think it's natural like god-given ability okay because I think a lot of people say that because not because they actually believe it, but because they do want excuses for not working mm. hard. Because I think 
there's a good quote that's uh, nothing worth having in life is easy. Hmm. And so basically, if you want anything good in life, you're going to have to work hard for what it. It's going to be hard. Her name is easy. <laughs> she worth that <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> no but like like seriously like sure yeah i think people want excuses for not having to work hard yeah and so they they sit there and say oh well it's just natural yeah. like i can never do that well yeah I'm not naturally and i think they say that generally the people saying that is about someone who's better than them at yeah. something right right and they're like oh he's just natural you yeah. know i i can never do right. that and they also downplay the other person too they like they make them they try to make them lesser right like you haven't worked exactly for they make them lesser so it makes them yeah. themselves feel better right so they're like oh you're you're not you're not necessarily better than me you're just more god gifted talented. right which well, means you're better than well me. and <laughs> it's like i think i think you had made a comment about this it's just like like it's totally different seeing the finished product Mm-hmm. than seeing all the work that went into that. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't see all that and you just see that, it can be easy to assume. Uh, I do think there's another side because I've experienced that where I've kind of, I've made, because ex- I'm naturally a lazy person, made excuses for not working hard. Naturally lazy. Naturally. All naturally, which is good. It's Interesting. Gift. Yeah. But the other side to that is I do think there's also a certain side where people don't know what work it takes or what to do to yeah. get there. And I think that that also can be a reason why they come to the conclusion that it's just natural or that they don't put it in because you like you were saying, you need to do the right things. Mm-hmm. Well, if they don't have someone to tell them what that is, oftentimes you... I'm, I'm not saying that's still an excuse. You can yeah. still find out yeah. for yourself. You need to avoid excuses. I agree. But I'm just saying that that um, there was a certain time where... where that this like coupled with me where I was kind of like, well, I kind of wanted to play college ball, but I didn't know what it really took to get there. Yep. Now I was also still lazy, so I didn't go find out. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and put in the work, but I didn't know, like, there's a lot of work. I just didn't mm-hmm. know, you know, something that's like really resonated with me. I can't remember who said, it. I don't know if it was through camps or whatever, but the, they were basically saying like, there's always somebody working harder than you. Hmm. And so kind of the idea behind that is you're never doing really enough to get to where you want to be. And so it's supposed to be like motivating you to push right. yourself even harder than you actually are. Because you're you're right. Most people don't know how much work you have to put in. Like right. most people don't know how much these guys at the top have put in. They talk they've about put, the 10,000 hour yeah, they, rule. They've put in thousands upon well, thousands like, of isn't hours. It, wasn't it Kobe that they talked about? He'd show up hours before games and just and he'd yeah. just be shooting and he'd set himself like a hundred shots or whatever he'd have to make before he a could. Thousand. A thousand. Holy it's crap. Insane. Yeah. Left was, and he was working harder than probably anybody <laughs> during oh, his time. Yeah, yeah. He, he was one of the ones. I think they recently asked James Harden something about that, and he his response was that I've worked uh, harder. I freaking hate James Harden. No, <laughs> why? But he he talked about how he's worked harder than most people have worked on their hardest day, and he does it every day. Mm-hmm. And he's he's talking about because I think the same. He with works him. really hard at pretending to get fouled or in traveling. Yeah, that's actually true, dude. And crying. He like has worked. He probably does, He honestly. has worked at selling he, a foul and does he creating. Work no, he actually probably does. Yeah. Does I'm he not spend it's, hours it's in the thing. mirror pretending his cry? <laughs> but the thing is, he's just exploiting the rules. They've changed the rules because of him. Yeah. Here's my beef with him. He doesn't have to. He's that good. 
But yeah, he but, still does. What's if the you point? don't have to try as hard and you no, can still do no, that, wouldn't you? Because isn't it? No. I don't, I don't I remember. Just grab shorts, I don't remember so the exact do. thing. <laughs> I don't remember the exact percentage. It was like the most effective thing was it's either a three or a free throw, isn't it? Isn't that the most the most effective shots in terms of how many points you score? And that's what he's really good at getting, threes and free throws. Now, I'm not saying I respect how he's gone about getting free throws, but I'm just saying that he has, it's been intentional and he's worked hard at it. I don't know. He's good at his craft, and I respect I, that. I agree a lot. But I also can understand some of the the flopping and and the, the selling to get fouls. LeBron does it too, and I, I can't stand LeBron. So yeah, I actually, I, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I think to a certain degree, a lot of those guys are all. I mean, babies. don't get me wrong. I think he's one of the best basketball players Definitely. that's ever lived. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't like LeBron him. or James. LeBron. Oh, James is pretty good, dude. I'm just I just want to. So LeBron I want to clear James. something up. We had Ben on a couple shows ago, and he was making fun of me because he said I never passed the ball to him in high school. Oh, it, he's terrible. It wasn't just him. Well, that's what I said. But he didn't believe me. <laughs> we, we can make fun of Ben now because he's not here. Yeah. Well, no. So Ben, Ben, back. listen. If you're listening to this, I was going to pass to you, but the hoop was open first. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're a genius. <laughs> you're like James Harden. You've never seen a shot that you didn't like. <laughs> You're closer to James Harden than you think, man. I, I think you should respect. Game respects game. Whatevs. Which means I nothing. think we could also get into a lot of the reason why I, I think confidence plays a huge role on how well you like perform. And Isn't I that think, just pride? Cockiness? Um, but can't you also can't confidence also be a bad thing if you have too much of it? It, it can be because then definitely. it can overshadow your actual skills. Like you think you're better than you actually are. Yeah, obviously there's the bad side of that, but I think for the most part, confidence is a good thing because agreed. Yeah, because if you put if you put in, I, the guess, work, I guess that would be well, the, shouldn't shouldn't that be where your confidence comes from? Yes, having put that, in the that's work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if you put in the work, you you know you've worked harder than most people. Right. You know you've right. done this. I, I think you, that would be. I think that that would be different than cockiness. Obviously, I think yeah. confidence is good, and then you hit. What if you just went with Jordan's bad. route, who prays every time he shoots the ball? <laughs> <laughs> I closed my eyes. <laughs> that's impressive. That is pretty impressive. Nice. Especially because you've made one. And I still made it. Yeah. No, but I think confidence plays a huge role. Like, there's kind of an example. There's this dude at my school who's on the D team. And this dude is literally... That's the, after the A, B, C team? No. It's like just the freshman team, but oh. it's not just freshmen. Oh, okay. It's like our separate team. At least it's he's not on the, the C team. <laughs> it's the terrible... Delectable. Dumb. Dubious. <laughs> Delinquent. Anyways, no, there's a dude on this Delinquent. team. He's, he's not bad at basketball like he's actually got skills but he's like the least confident dude i know and so he goes out there and just like plays awfully hmm. like so badly and it's it's funny to see because like every time i'm him, like <laughs> it's funny to see <laughs> it actually is kind of funny but it, every time i seem like bro you just you just got to be confident like you're not bad at basketball you just right. your confidence sucks and so so do you think because because i struggled with confidence when i played do you think that that comes because i think it it came from several things some of it was from when I wasn't you, good, you just sucked. So yeah, yeah, well, that's what I was getting at. When I when I wasn't good, when I was bad, the confidence came because I hadn't put in the you work. You were I always wasn't, bad. Wasn't, no, that's not true. <laughs> and but then I think some of the other was it wasn't in when I had put in the work. There was still a part where I feared what other people thought. I, fr I was afraid of messing up, mm -hmm. you know. And it was I'm going to look bad. Do you so? Do you think that confidence should come primarily from? putting in the work is it a mix is it from god that that you're not you don't fear men and what they think of you you know yeah it's definitely 
It's definitely both. Right. I think if you've put in the work, you can have confidence in that. Mm -hmm. I also think God tells us not to fear man. And so you can have confidence in God. And I also think it's a lot of like what you tell yourself, like your Mm. self talk is like, very important it's something i was so you like, like in a psychology Libre when you're like oh, ramses is the best <laughs> no kind of but that was somebody else talking ramses to him is number uh, one. honestly there's some truth to that because right. i was taking this psychology class about it and we were just kind of learning about it and a lot of the stuff like i was trying to like apply in my game and stuff and so a lot of time when you shoot and you miss people are like that's all they think about is how they miss They're right like, oh i gotta get another shot i gotta make the next one where it's like well, if you're thinking about that last shot, your next shot's going to be way worse. So, so are you saying Jordan wasn't a bad teammate? He was just super confident? <laughs> Could be. He's like, I'll make the next one. You've missed the last 30. I'll make the next one. <laughs> but the, the, thing, the thing I'm trying to say is, sure. is it's you, you got to change your mindset from... Because a lot of people, their self-talk is all negative. Where right. If I miss that, I was like, oh, I'm such a terrible shooter. And what right. that does is it drops your confidence. Right. And you, all you're doing is dwelling on the last And you got to speak it into existence. Kind of. Huh? kind of but but if you're if you're if your self-talk is good and you're like oh this next shot i know what i got to do wrong now or or right now okay i'm gonna make the next shot Uh then what i I noticed for myself anyway is like anecdote anecdotal anyways yeah what i've noticed for myself is like i would shoot better because like my year at juco my last year juco i started shooting really well at the beginning of the season Uh and then i kind of like got down where i started shooting bad and i was like i couldn't get out of it i don't i didn't know what was going on and i finished that year shooting pretty badly but then uh going to vanguard i went through this class and i started trying to apply this stuff and i Mm -hmm. I shot like consistently throughout every time i watched you you missed though well, that's because you were watching. Oh, is that why? Yeah, it's your fault. Okay. I was saying the whole time, Garrett, you're going to miss. Garrett, you're going to miss. You spoke it into existence. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, but like, so what if you I get shooting what better, if you get honestly? Half of people saying you're going to make it and half saying you're going to miss. What does it like? Well, it doesn't matter what does other it people like, say. Oh. It's your self talk. What if you have the angel on your one shoulder and the devil on the other? You can just tell him to shut up. That's Jordan's approach. He's pretty, <laughs> I only have angels on my shoulders. Oh, you just have two angels? <laughs> That's how you get out of it. <laughs> That's also no, like, like <laughs> Seriously, like, your hard work, sure. confidence, self-talk, like, it all kind of plays together. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and I still think, and, and I think you would agree that primarily it still needs to be in God because. Yes. Because. At the end of the day, there is truth to the fact that we are flawed people. Mm-hmm. And so you need a confidence that's not fake either. That's not just mm-hmm. let me ignore all the flaws. There needs to be a confidence that comes from I am flawed, but I'm also loved in Christ because Christ died for me. Yeah. yeah. I also think your views of God kind of play into how you view yourself too. Mm. I think if you view... That's real talk right there. I think if you view God as like... A, I don't, I don't even know what a good example would the be. The flying spaghetti monster. No, like... A friend. Kind of. Instead of like, a, a, like a father or a... Like yeah. A, like your boss. If you don't view God as somebody that like actually cares about you and loves you, you're not going to care and love about your, love yourself either. You're going to hate yourself. Right. And it, and think about like the second greatest commandment, right? This is to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if you have a terrible view of yourself and you hate yourself, how are you going to treat your neighbor? That's true. I mean, some of that I think is assuming that you. I always thought. I always thought that. Obviously, there's a danger to that. I always thought that that meant that you should love yourself less. Mm. 
I don't know. I'm just taking a different. You could love me more and yourself. Well, I mean, when we initially read that, we think, oh, well, we already love ourselves a ton. So we need to love neighbors as much as we love ourselves. Well, I've always thought of it as being, well, they're down here and you need to love yourself less. Like, isn't it more of (laughs) I hate everybody. Isn't it more of of an an admonishment on us? I think you're wrong. Because that, that's like saying, that's, that's like saying, so if you hate everybody and you love yourself, I should just hate every myself as much as I hate everybody, which I think plays into what no, Garrett's saying. No, I think it, it might have been Piper that talked about this, and I thought it was really good. He was talking out, he was approaching it more from an angle that it's an admonishment on us to not love ourselves so much, right? To not be so full of ourselves. Well, f- well, primarily, I think. But I mean, this whole rabbit trail. Obviously. Yeah, but I think it's fair. I think primarily you need to remember the, the greatest commandment yes. because that's what governs the second commandment is loving God is what governs your relationships with others. That's primarily. Mm-hmm. But I think there can be some truth in, in both of these. Well, I also think like people don't understand what, because I think they get loving yourself mixed up. I think that's a very, uh, I don't want to say worldly term. I think right. it, it is. kind it, of is. It's become it very, is. and I yes. think they misuse that. I think people, when they think of loving yourself, it's like, oh, you got to have all these self-help books and you got to, and I think you got to do expense, spend spend money on yourself and you got to do all these nice things for yourself. I I disagree. I think loving yourself from God's standards, God's point of view, I think, look at, look at how like Christ loves us, right? Christ died on the cross for our sins. He, he tells us to live a certain way Mm -hmm. through scriptures. We have the law, right? Well, Part of loving ourselves would be following the law, like doing what's best for us. Right. Because you're saying like, because part of what we loving then is doing what's best for another or for yourself. And so what would be best for you is to love God. Exactly. And I, others yes. and have the right view yes. of yourself. I think based people, on, yeah, yeah, I think people miss. I agree. Because miss the mark. Because we, that. I think we all define love differently. Yeah. And so when you're not defining love biblically and by God's standard, you end up left with what you're saying, exactly. just the self-help or love yourself despite how you are. And mm-hmm. then those kinds of things. Yes, I, I I totally agree with that. Which I think what I was saying about the second commandment plays into how you treat other people. Sure, I think it, I think it's all kind of connected. It's kind of like it's kind of like getting back to what you talked about, um, loving God and following the law. Like in Psalm one nineteen, it it's he says that um, he loves the law and he meditates it mm-hmm. all day long. Meditates mm-hmm. on it all day long. So I mean, think about that. Like he's thinking about it all day Does long, mean which he means he's applying it to his life on top of the Bible. Does that mean he strikes the meditation pose on top of the Bible? No. So I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Can you? You should. You should show me that. Oh, I will. (laughs) What were you saying again? Oh, I said it. He said, "Meditate on the Bible." No, I said, "Getting back to you said loving God and following the law." That's that's in a sense loving yourself because that's what's Mm -hmm. best for you. Um, I was saying it's it's like in Psalm one nineteen where he says that he loves God's law and he meditates it on it all day long. Mm -hmm. Like, think about that. Do we do that? Exactly. I mean, are you are we meditating on God's law all day long? No, because if we well, were, was, we would be was doing it wrong. Like, obviously, we're sinners, right? But but meditating on God's law, that means that we're applying it to every part yeah. of our lives, right? And that's what's best for us. And when we say law, we're not just talking about, like, oh, the Ten Commandments. That's not what we're yeah, talking about. We're yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah. all of scriptures, right? I right. think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. You guys might be talking about something different. No, no. I, I That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I would agree. Did you guys hear about the ATM that got addicted to money? <laughs> that got addicted to money? <laughs> Suffered from withdrawals. <laughs> the only reason I start laughing is because it's so dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. And he thinks they're funny. <laughs> laughing before. He I thinks know. they're funny. I know. It's a joke. <laughs> 
I'm just surprised you keep a straight face while you tell because you're you're it's like busting at the seams already about him. <laughs> um, so how would we kind of wrap this up to apply to people in everyday lives, no matter what they're going through? Is it you know obviously I would say primarily you need to have a relationship with God and it'd be a rightly defined one by the law because that would be governing everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, don't look for excuses. Right. Not to do yeah. your best and try harder. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I do think it's important though to to put into this, even though we're saying discipline. Like, like if you don't, yeah, if you don't discipline yourself, you don't put any work. Nothing's going to happen. You're not going to make improvements. But but even doing that, you still trust God with the results. There still can be bad things that happen. That doesn't mean you're guaranteed a result. Kind of just like a side note. Mm-hmm. It's not that nothing's going to happen. The opposite's going to happen. Actually, it's things. Are oh gonna sure, get, things are going to get worse. For sure. You. No, that's a good point. Yeah. And I like, would say that, and I would say that your mentality. And your approach to one thing, even no matter how small it is, is going to overflow into everything that mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So like sports, and the mentality that you have with sports is going to yeah. carry over into your life, right? Right. And that's kind of pl- uh, playing into the, if you're if you're responsible with little things, you're going to be giving bigger things, right? If you can be... Right. If you can be responsible in something small, like you're saying, like in basketball or something, then the the larger things God gives you, like marriage, marriage, kids, what, whatever, job. yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you're gonna be more responsible in those things too. Right. It's a way of disciplining yourself within that discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. I guess that's how we're wrapping it up. Yeah. Go do hard things. Did you Did you hear about the two guys who stole a calendar? No. They each got six months. <laughs> <laughs> did they have to serve them at the same time or was it six consecutive <laughs> super dumb oh man i guess to wrap up everything's a gift yes everything work hard yep or else you won't progress in or life you're at hardly all. work yeah are you working hard or hardly working yep work hard and nothing good in life is easy Nothing worth having in life. Right. Easy. And get your, primarily get your confidence from God, but also from yes. your, what you're doing in life. And, and touched on that. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, Jordan. Yo. Where can we find the show if you want it? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Come you can find our it. show on our website, brothersargue.com. Also like us on Facebook. And you can find us on all major podcasting apps like Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And dare I say it, Google Podcasts. Ooh. They suck. Yeah, share us with your friends, family, and frenemies. Frenemies? S- yeah, if you don't like someone and you Friend think they're enemies, sucks, share it with them, yes. <laughs> Garrett, get your butt was, away from the microphone. <laughs> that was Garrett kissing the mic. So I thought that's what you're supposed to do. What? You're supposed to make out with Kiss the mic, the mic. You talk. You're, We're not singing here. Garrett's, <laughs> Garrett's still new to this. But so remember, if you're arguing with Jordan, he didn't get that bod naturally. He worked hard for it. <laughs> I worked really hard cracking beers. Got it from the man hey, himself. Hey, Garrett, how do you like those headphones? Honestly, I might steal these. Aren't they pretty sexy? These things are freaking sweet. Make you look good in them. I know. I look good in anything. And nothing. <laughs> you know that's right. So... On that note, remember, love God and go have a disagreement with someone. Argue more. Boom.